The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Three. And we're rolling. What's up, dude? I just took a bath. You took a bath? Yeah, a literal bath. Epsom salts, baby. Sitting in a tepid pool of your own, tepid pool of your own filth. <clears throat> yeah, salty too. Brined, brined myself. <laughs> like a big old turkey. <clears throat> little dude stoop, little canane brine. <clears throat> dude, I love a bath. Um, we just, our bathtub here is, you know, it's just a normal size shower. So, uh... I never think to even try it here, but man, if I'm in a fancy hotel and they got one of those big whirlpool baths or whatever, dude, that's a good time. I always, I a bath in a hotel, I'm always yeah, like, I they're, they're not cleaning them. Even though you'd think <laughs> that a tub would be clean because it's nothing but soap and water. Yeah. I, that's true. I'm always a little question, like, you know, I don't know about sitting in a but what do I, I know? try not to think about it? Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good approach for a lot of stuff. <clears throat> it's like just let yeah. it have. You're not I'll, gonna die. <laughs> I like a bath for recreation, not for functionality. Like I would never, never just take a bath and be like, okay, that was my my cleaning for the day. It's all you know. I got to take a shower mm-hmm. afterwards. No, you got yeah, you got to rinse off. I don't I don't know how to wash in a bath. Are you good? <laughs> You know, like, what do you get? You wash all the dirt off, and then you're just sitting in the... Yeah. Ugh. It is gross. It's like having a bowl of water that you're going to rinse off a vegetable in, and then you put the vegetable in the water after you rinse it off. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, you stand up and rinse off. But I had to... uh, I started physical therapy last week uh, because I got uh, whacked out ankles. Really? And uh, I was going to ask how the treadmill was going if uh, being now all of a sudden being a, a, going from zero to active, uh-huh. how that's uh, wearing on your on your bones. Well, uh, put it this way. Every morning when I wake up, I think about your joke <laughs> about the uh, last last few seconds of a microwave popcorn bag. Yeah, I man, a lot of crunching and popping. Snap. Yeah, snap, crackle, and pop over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sore as hell, and I a lot but, of silence on that vinyl record. You just hear the static coming through. <laughs> but it's not as bad as I thought it would be, and, and I think uh, I don't know if this is this makes sense or not. But this is my logic. Like when I used to be active years ago, when I was a when I was an athlete, um, if I would get sore a few days after, like if I had worked out, you know, with weights or whatever, hadn't done that in a while. Uh, a day or two later, I'd get sore. Um, so what I'm trying to do now is I'm, I'm taking no days off. I'm on that treadmill every day. I've missed <laughs> one day. I missed one day since I got it, like a month ago, literally. And uh, so I'm, I'm like trying to like not give my body a chance to rest and then get sore. It's I'll just be like, sore just when keep I'm it, dead. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Worms can eat my achy muscles. I ain't got no time for. It. You're just you're the guy that, that that got cut out of Predator. You're you you were one of the guys from Predator that just didn't get screen time. Like, yeah, you, you, you never stop moving. You can't get sore. 
<laughs> That's my logic. <laughs> you do, either guy, is, guy does, does push-ups in the little galley on the airplane like you can't stop working out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've been hitting it hard, man, twice a day. You, and, move, uh, you move up to yeah, a jog I, yet, or were you still just w- brisk walking? No, uh, brisk walking up a steep incline. I just, I don't think, uh, I don't know, I'm afraid I'm going to break the thing if I start jogging. In my head, like you're I, also uh, stirring a pot of chili well you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, uh, seriously, I'm, I'm down about 10 pounds nice. and, uh, yeah, I'm just feeling better. Like just, just overall, just feeling better. And, uh, yeah, like sometimes, uh, one day I even did it three times just because it was, you know, because I know I'm not killing myself. I'm saying I'm doing 30 minutes of time, you know, brisk walk up a steep incline. It's not like I'm, you know, running a marathon or anything. And I just feel guilty when I'm sitting here at night watching baseball or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, just get on it. Like I'll like that third time I did it, it was just, it was very low impact, like incredibly like two and a half miles an hour, no incline. But it was, my logic is, well, I've already worked out today. Yeah. So this, this is just better than sitting down. If I'm going to sit here and watch the game, might as well just walk at a real slow pace, just at least move my body some more. So I think that's why, my ankles and the whatever tendon that I know I pulled it back in January on a bike ride, but that's been acting up. I think it's from not moving. I haven't been getting rad all summer. Been very few bike rides just on account of, yeah. you know, traveling and not being around uh, anywhere to ride or not know where, where I'm going or things were on fire. So I couldn't hit the spots I want to ride. And then the old apartment, you remember, just had stairs. You mm-hmm. had to go up or downstairs to get into that place one way or another. Yeah. And not having that, I would I always jog up the stairs. I always take stairs two at a time. It's part exercise mm-hmm. and part uh, like a kind of like an OCD weird uh, luck thing that I have to do, that I have to take stairs huh. two at a time. Uh, I didn't know you had any OCD in you. I got, yeah, I got hard, hardly the incapacitating kind that, some people suffer from, but I got my little, mm-hmm. my little tweaks and my little quirks. Yeah, okay. I, I real, uh, real nutty thing for odd numbers when I was younger. Like really? everything, like if if I was walking on a sidewalk, honestly, I don't know if you can like you, people do that. Like, oh, step on a crack, break your mother's back. But if you do that to a kid with a tendency towards some OCD, all of a sudden you've just <laughs> destroyed five years of their lives. Where I walked into more poles and walls. <laughs> Looking at the ground. Like, I would break my own back from not stepping on cracks. <laughs> well, walk in front of traffic because uh, the sidewalk's got a uh, crack in it. But no, so every sidewalk tile, I'd have to step like an even amount of times in it. Stairs, uh-huh. I'd have to go two at a time. And that just developed into adulthood. Now, now I don't have to, but it's like, oh, it's an exercise thing. And if I'm at, you know, you know, if you work the road, you're flying almost every weekend or every other weekend, however mm-hmm. many different flights you have. So airports, there's always escalators. I would always take the stairs. I would do the mm-hmm. that basic, yeah. like, take the stairs instead of the escalator. It's not a lot, but it's better than nothing, like you're saying. And now, mm-hmm. no airports, no, not, not, not even stairs that, you know, we, we went and, like, moved and load and stuff. I am wrecked, man. I can't even walk without limping right now. I'm all... And it's not really? even gout. I get the gout, and I think the gout. I think it's 
extensive like circumstances because gout that like <clears throat> I had favored one leg over the other, so you start walking funny. I'm all fucked up, Dave. So did they say uh, what what is technically wrong with your ankle? Like, did you mess a tendon up or what? I, I think it's like the tendon or muscle on the one side. Sure. Oh, ble- bless sorry, you, buddy. Yeah, sorry I, about that. I, I know you, that one rip. I know you love a sneeze. I don't want to. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. I can't hold back. On How that. about it? Step on the punchline <clears throat> of that one. No. <laughs> Dave having go ahead having his little, little petite mark over there. Pretty rude of me to ask you a question and then sneeze all over. I know what your things are. We all like, hey, we're going yeah. over our quirks and fetishes here, Dave. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe Adam and Eve has. Some, I don't know if Adam needs a sponsor this week, but maybe they got something. <laughs> uh, you get it. You don't get one of them uh, French ticklers, but you just use it on your nose. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, just range range of motion stuff. It's, I just want to ride my bike again, man. I want to get rad. Mm-hmm. I've not been rad for months, Dave. Really. I find that hard to believe. I'm I'm living an unradical lifestyle. <laughs> oh man! So the ankle, did, there's a torn tendon or what? I don't know what it's all. It's all tweaked out and pulled, and then that, then you know, you just start. So you start walking more on one leg than the other leg because one has a little bit of pain, and then that's that throws everything out of whack. Hmm. It's that irony is like you don't realize, like you're saying, how delicate your systems are. And especially, like, I found my interest later, like, later in life. Like, I'm a senior that just took up <laughs> paragliding or something. <laughs> it's You're never too late. Man. This this octogenarian just uh, discovered snorkeling. You know, it's not. Uh, I did. I went. Sh- I went to. I went to a rock pit and went shooting last week, though. Really? Finally, got a few rounds off the. Off the piece here. How'd it feel? It was, you know, it's. I'm still not from a rural area, so it's weird that you could just. There's still a taboo about guns. Even I have one now, but like, yeah, you could just drive here and shoot at the dirt. Yeah, that's fun. That you could just shoot at the dirt. Well, that's what I did. It's just a rock pit, but it's also like, hey, here's a bunch of campsites. Here's a like, here's a OHV like off-road vehicle area to party in. And then here's just a rock pit with uh, whoever you want, whoever wants to shoot whatever they got, come on down. So I just set up. I'm like, all right, I brought a piece of cardboard. And, you know, it's they say, like, all right, now just try to you know, pack out what you pack in. and be with, There's just garbage everywhere. It's yeah. just trash. And, like, I don't know what the etiquette is on picking up your brass. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. And I look, and it's like, I don't even know which is mine, which, like, yeah. how much is on the ground. Jeez. So I just like, all right. <clears throat> and then some some old timer with his MAGA hat <clears throat> rolling in. Which is like, th- that's the thing. Like, we're all polarized, but then I'm just sitting there shooting guns. And I was kind of, part of me was kind of happy that the other people that were out there shooting seemed to be, like, primarily <clears throat> Latinos. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I was, I was happier that than like some crazy Pacific Northwest rednecks, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was like, oh, man, I think we might be on the same side. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but then like, it's like everybody's getting all polar and there's just old timer with a six shooter and his wife out there and he's got his MAGA hat and all this stuff. But, oh, what kind of gun is that? Just being friendly enough. Yeah. I just. Like, all right, man. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know why I brought that up. It's just you know you get so angry about seeing that stuff online, and you're just in a real life situation. It's like yeah, you're just wearing a fucking hat. That's all it is. Is that the first time <clears throat> you've shot a pistol? I've shot them before. The first time I shot this one. Okay. Yeah, that forty cal's got some thump to it, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it was a uh, feels good stuff I've read about, like trying to find your target again. I'm like, I don't have a target. I was gonna pile of dirt. Mm-hmm. I can find a pile of dirt. You know about but, squeezing the trigger instead of pulling it. You know about that technique. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah I was reading about squeezing that and then <clears throat> trying to trying to do things. And then I cut my hand. There was like a broken TV, and I was trying to pull a piece of the thick glass <laughs> the tube out of the tube out of it so I could shoot at it. And I cut my hand. So then there's like blood all over the gun. I'm like, well, this isn't a good look. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool <laughs> look, but it's not a good look. You know, like I gotta have some. I gotta have some real splaining to do if I get pulled over with this. <laughs> but I did. Oh, I think boy. I did like a hundred rounds. Well, that's cool. How many uh, do you have? Extra magazines? No, nah, I just ordered some because yeah. it's only got the little nine shot ones. You can't even get ten shot in California, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. but up here, oh boy, you can get a thirty thirty round magazine for yeah. it. Like that kind of throws off the weight of the gun. I think. Yeah. Anyway, this is Bo- Boogie Monster uh, Prepper and Firearms uh, <laughs> chat now. Oh man! Well, good and times, I didn't, buddy. I didn't, fu- I didn't fulfill my homework of having uh, fried clam po' boy, but I did get a shrimp po' boy yesterday. Yeah, how'd that treat you? Damn good. Really? <laughs> was, uh, one of the trucks up here, but the guy was uh, guy had two. The guy had real wild eyes, <clears throat> uh-huh. New Orleans accent, so I trusted him. Okay. Look like look like you come right out of the swamp, right to a, a food cart in <laughs> suburban Portland. But he said the bread, like it was like the bread was from New Orleans, and mm. it's just a good sandwich, man. Oh, dude, I love a po' boy and fried oyster. By the way, a fried clam. Fried oyster. Would, yeah, fried clams would be good too, but the the oyster is something special. But uh, all right, man. Well, maybe maybe next week. You know, just stay on top of that. Yeah, I went there thinking they'd have the 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 one you were talking about, but it was just it was a what was it, it was the hot link or it was a shrimps. So I did my shrimps, you know. Okay, man, right I love on, shrimp. Man. Yeah, shrimp's good. I like shrimp. Shrimp's just but, like candy of the sea. Yeah. Oh man, but you had. I know that's a hack premise, but somebody had to look at it and be like, "I'll eat that." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's what's the grossest thing? Like maybe like a raw oyster. Who's the first person that said, "Yeah, let's try that"? And yeah, everything that's been at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. That's a bit I never record was about going to the Korean <clears throat> fish market. Oh, dude, that bit was so the funny. Seafood about market, stacking that manta stuff rays. Was wild. Yeah, <laughs> that was, it was. It was a stack of manta rays. I gotta see. I wonder if I record that because I wouldn't remember most of it. But yeah, man, dude. that's. That's a funny bit. Uh, talking about processed food, everybody, you know, everybody's against processed food, but yeah, you know, sometimes be grateful for it. Food should be processed. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't believe that didn't uh, wind up in any of your specials. That's a great bit. I think I forgot about it, or no, maybe, maybe it might be on Loose in Chicago. I don't know. Hmm. It's I don't. Know, it's around, but yeah, just to look. I mean, the create the willingness and creativity of a of chefs and cooks well like they say like all you know isn't that the new it's not new but the resurgence of all the kind of poverty staples mm-hmm. 
that fancy restaurants are serving because it's like, oh, this, but this is what people had. Like these were the scraps left over after the rich people got the good cuts. Yeah, that's soul food. That's where soul food yeah. came from. Make it work. Yeah, making it work out of what was left over. Oh, I just thought of a good one in, in for that premise. Uh, cheese. The first person to figure out how to make and eat cheese. Ugh. I don't know all the steps, but it's, what, milk, and then you got to separate the curd from the whey, and ugh. Like, I mean, the finished product is great, but, like, just the first person to figure out how to do that had, was really taking some chances. Or bread. Bread, yeah. Like, like think, I mean, think about what's gone wrong in the kitchens of history. <laughs> You know, of just adding heat to the wrong things or not <laughs> cooling down. Th- yeah. But like even watching cheese being made, it's like, what a. And that's the one, that's the one thing I don't want to learn anymore. I don't want to learn how dairy cows are treated just yet. I'm still oh. enjoying my cheeses in my dairy products. So that's the one. That's the one thing that stuck out in my mind back when I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian. My girlfriend was vegan and she, we watched some documentary yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 one point that she used to always make that still sticks in my mind is that how the way the dairy cows are treated, the way they're over milked and overworked, that uh, yeah. blood and pus is in most ah, milk products. Oh. Dave, sorry, Dave. Oh, come on, I, man. Yeah. What did I just say? What did I yeah, just I, say? I know. Just encourage me to say it even more. Now I gotta ruin something you like. <laughs> <laughs> Braves uh, suck and they'll never win the World Series. <laughs> oh Jesus! Don't get me started. Oh, it's been a long I'm week. Sorry, dude. man. That, that was a low blow. <laughs> that was a low blow, man. I'm sorry, oh, dude. <laughs> you're they played. Trying to, you're trying to take cheese from me? I'm gonna get real defensive. They played every day this week, uh, seven days in a row. Uh, they're like you. They're a- they're athletes just like you. They don't take <laughs> no, a day off. No, they must off. be so sore. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's like seriously, the Braves. Braves are my favorite team, more so than you know Georgia Bulldogs, Atlanta Falcons, whatever. Braves my number one team, but mm-hmm. I couldn't enjoy it. It's so when you're that emotionally attached and the stakes are so high. Like it was not enjoyable watching any of those games because I was just so so tense and so nervous. And speaking about like OCD and superstitions and stuff, this is how ridiculous that my brain is sometimes. That uh, and and I know that you know in reality this doesn't make sense or or affect me. But like I would literally like baseball by just already is a very superstitious sport. Uh, the players are often superstitious. Sometimes the fans are superstitious. And I'm not generally superstitious, but I would find myself doing these little OCD things, uh, hoping that it would improve their chances. Like, uh, okay, well, I, I can't, uh, like, like I was on the treadmill, like during the games, like uh, I'd start the game on the treadmill, but, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to just sit there for another two hours sweaty so i would purposely run and take a shower when the opposing when the dodgers were at, at bat that way if i uh oh no no i'm sorry i would take a shower when the braves were at bat that way if i missed something at least it was something positive does that make sense like oh if i miss something 
when the Braves are at bat while I'm taking a shower, then I come back, oh, and they've scored a couple runs. That's great, as opposed to the opposite. I take a shower, I come back, and the Dodgers have scored runs. Or like, oh, in the ninth inning, I have to stand up for whatever reason. Just I, I can't sit down. The, I, this worked. This worked last night. I stood up the whole ninth inning, and they came back and won. So I got to stand up and watch the ninth inning tonight. Like it was just. Yeah, I've, I've been a nervous wreck all week. I I <sighs> feel like I I don't remember if it was this if it was Boogie Monsters somewhere else that I mentioned uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Hmm. Did I ever talk about that? The one episode where Hal is bowling and he I gets don't... a strike. He's just <laughs> had a bowling guy gets a. He gets a strike, and then he realizes after he got the strike that his fly was down, and so he went to zip up his fly, but he's like, no, wait a minute, and he leaves it down, and he gets another strike. And, like, that explains everything you, Everything that you just talked about. Yeah. It yeah. was one of the most perfect examples of how if you don't know how to keep your brain in check, you mm-hmm. can spiral. And so by the end, like, he's about to bowl a perfect game, but he's got this complicated series of events and tasks that he has to do because it all stacked up to each strike that he got. But uh, I just find, I think it's hilarious that like professional athletes, like I just think about like this and I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm stereotyped, but like the the toxic masculinity of a locker room Mm -hmm. combined with somebody like relacing their shoes 12 times before every game because otherwise, (laughs) What's up, bro? Fuck that gay shit, bro. I fucking I fuck chicks, bro. Anyway, somebody pull my pinky nine times, then twirl me around. <laughs> Otherwise, we won't win the game. <laughs> oh man, but it like it, but even the superstition like with that, with the with him bowling, that's still something that he's doing that may or may not may or may not mm-hmm. affect his performance. But like I'm sitting here thinking. And I and I know that it's ridiculous, but after after the fact, I'm like, yeah, Dave, uh, the outcome of the of the <laughs> of the National League Championship Series being played thousands of miles away, uh, that all that all the outcome depends on whether or not you stood up or sat down, or whether or not you like. In the moment, I think that that makes sense. Like, no, they they the Braves need me to do this thing this way, or else they are not going to win. But but we yeah. we have talked about sports curses in the past and other episodes. And listen, you I you don't have to t- convince me of sports curses when everybody in Chicago is like, well, because they, they didn't let a goat, yeah, into the baseball game. <laughs> like uh. if you want to yeah, if you want to come up with like a fear of immigrants, how about the one where they they didn't let a Greek guy bring his goat into the game, so they never won a World <laughs> Series. And then they did, and the whole and uh, the whole country went to shit over the next four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was it. Think about that. Was that. The, that was the last good thing that happened in America was the Cubs oh. won the World Series. And I didn't even think about that. Two yeah, weeks that... later, the, the whole country took a fucking nosedive. A week later, <laughs> like like literally just yeah. a couple days later, because the the World Series usually ends right at the end of October. So yeah, mm-hmm. twenty sixteen Cubs win and like. Half a week later, Trump gets elected. You don't believe in curses? I believe in curses. (laughs) I believe better be nice to every Greek that wants you. Bring a goat wherever you want. Mm. That's what I say. Yeah, it's been a long week, dude. Like seriously, it's it's so weird because in theory it should be so enjoyable to watch your team 
in the playoffs, and and they played well. They they exceeded expectations. Everybody had the Dodgers winning this thing, and several people were like, mm-hmm. oh, the Braves, Braves are going to get swept. They're not even going to win a game. I mean, we had them up. I don't know if you follow, but we were up three games to one. You know, all we got to do is win oh, one really? out of the next. Yeah, oh, yeah, we were up three games to one. Oh, all we got to do is win one out of the next three, and we lost three in a row. Ugh. And they, they played yeah. well, except for one game. The game three, they got slaughtered. But every other game, even the games they lost, were, were competitive. And but ugh, and the Dodgers. Ugh. I know I can't fully discuss this stuff with you because it's just falling on deaf ears. But You can oh, tell man. me, man. I, I, I'll, li- I'll listen to you. I, oh, on. man. It's just the Dodgers are good, man. I, I I knew this would they'd be a problem. Just every usually, all right, give you a little baseball lesson. You know, obviously you got nine players on the field, nine batters. Oh, uh, yeah. Usually, you know, your your best your best hitters are, you know, one through four, maybe one through five. That sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth guys aren't aren't that great. The Dodgers, one through nine, are just all monsters. Like every yeah. every every guy they put up at the plate at, at any second could just hit a home run. And it's just, it's so stressful. Like th- this week, <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid, but I, I, this year, this week has taken years off my life. Like this, I've just been a nervous wreck. <laughs> but you're putting them back on because you're on the treadmill. <laughs> so all the stress, you're working through the stress. It's good. Oh, man. But I love Are you, it. I is, love there, it. is there any um, <clears throat> consolation prize in that, that the Dodgers, now it's your second home? No, I've yet, I don't give a shit about the Dodgers. I respect them as a, as a baseball fan, I acknowledge how good they are. Uh, but no, I just, I don't know why. I've been out here eight years. You think eventually, I don't care about the Lakers. I don't care. I, I kind of like the Rams. I'll watch them a little. But uh, no, I yeah. just, my heart, my heart's just not in it. I just can't, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not rooting against the Dodgers per se in the World Series now, you know, but just, I just don't give a shit. What are they up against? Uh, they're playing Tampa, the the. The Rays. They used to be the Devil Rays. Now they're just the Rays. But uh, and they're they're good too. They're they're, they're amazing. So it, it's going to be a great thing to do series. with the animal. It's just all Ray Romanos. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tam- Tampa Bay Ray Romanos. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, I'm in a, in a weird way. I'm glad it's over because at least now I can get on with my life. I haven't been able to do anything this week. Not that I'd be doing anything anyway, but just. Every day, just and the games in the playoffs are so long. Just there's more commercials or whatever. But like every game has been like four hours. And like I said, in regular season, oh, it's it's so fun because you know there's 162 games. If they lose today, no big deal. We'll make it up tomorrow. But man, in in the playoffs, it's just every literally every pitch is is just so filled with tension because you know the game could change with one swing of the bat, literally, and just uh, oh man. It's been rough, Kyle. It's been rough. I so. I understand, man. I'm 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 with you, buddy. Mm. But I feel but for you. We're young, and we got so much talent. I, I like how I'm saying we're. Uh, but I seriously, was like, what? Me and you? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, baseball fans get used to seeing the Braves in the playoffs because they're not going anywhere. They uh, to use the parlance of our times, they're gonna be a problem. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're going to be a problem for a lot of people. So all right, they're well, good. I, I would best of luck next season, man. Oh man, but yeah, kind of. <clears> sorry for your loss. Yeah, and then the, the Bulldogs lost this week. It's just it's tough being a Georgia sports fan. Ever since that goddamn Super Bowl, ugh, up twenty eight to three in the third <laughs> quarter. 
It's just talk about a curse. I don't know what the oh, hell wait, that, that Atlanta fans one. did. That was That's, the one where you made a big spread. Had a huge party, made all that barbecue, and then I was just just pissed the whole night. I remember we got there right after the game was over, and everybody <laughs> left, and I think it was because they could tell that you were, like, in a mood. Well, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I've never seen Dave sad. I've seen I was mad. <laughs> yeah, I was sad and mad. It was funny that we had several folks over at that party, and uh, but, you know, being in L.A., Nobody's really from Atlanta, uh, but me and Clayton English, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Clayton, Clayton's so damn funny, but he and I were the yeah. only, in this whole crew of people, the only two people that really were from Atlanta or gave a shit about the Falcons. So everybody's just win or lose, having a good time. Oh, it's the Super Bowl. And he and I are just sitting there just screaming at the TV, just kicking <laughs> chairs. I remember I threw my hat up against the TV, like violently, even though it was just a hat, like a couple people like flinched, like, oh my God. It wasn't, where you, it wasn't your TV either. You weren't even in yeah. your house. <laughs> yeah. So. We should mention that you're out there. This is someone else's home. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a rough few years for Atlanta sports fans. But, you know, I, and, and by the way, I understand how, uh, how petty and non-consequential sports are in, in especially everything that's going on in the world today. But like, it's a, it's a fun little escape and uh, that escape is fucking dead. Well, so. well this, see that this is why I, you know, I gravitate towards the individual sports, the year round mm-hmm. competition of the self. <laughs> but uh, there was a clip I saw online today. What's this guy's, this guy's name? I think his name's Brad Sims. Just he's a bike rider, BMX rider. Mm-hmm. But I tried to repost it and tried to be like, not in a team sports are stupid. This is what I but in a way of like, I understand team sports. I understand like the strategy and trying like it's minds versus each other. Like, okay, it's my ability versus your ability. Mm-hmm. But this dude just pulled some like it was something at a skate park, and it was just this insane. Uh, th- these things won't matter. Like how much. Like BMX and skateboarding progresses with just uh-huh. such a rudimentary item. Like the technology isn't changing. Hmm. Like the bikes, but mountain biking, the technology keeps changing and people can mm-hmm. do more with it. But a BMX bike is more or less the same bike you had as a kid. Built stronger, but uh-huh. same thing. And this dude, like the big thing now is to do a crazy trick and then land in a manual, which is a wheelie without pedaling. So it's a wheelie, but it's all based on balance. Okay. So, guys do like they'll air out of a, a ramp, do a tail whip in the air. So your feet aren't on the pedals, and the whole frame is spinning around. Uh huh. Yeah, I One, like that. Two, That's, that looks cool. Then catching the pedals in the air, and then landing on the back wheel, and then riding out on the back wheel. So you land on the back wheel, a wheelie style, but then you you transition in into a wheelie. Like and you then keep you, going. You just keep, yeah, you keep going on wow. the back wheel. Or the, or so, the front wheel. So, or people do a trick and land on the front wheel and then keep riding on the front wheel. Like on the one wheel. How do you keep the other wheel from slamming on the ground in that maneuver? That, that's the athleticism. That, Jeez. Like I can understand training and being quick and running mm-hmm. and catching and passing. Like I, I couldn't do it. And I'm mystified that people like, the skill set in the moment, but this is like these are muscles. Like you, like you got to be using every single muscle in your body for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I saw that today, and I was like, 
damn, this is still exciting. To a 43-year-old man who doesn't do it, I can still look at it. <laughs> so I understand somebody watching like sports and getting you know getting excited about it. Yeah, and it's like, weird. It's like I can't the get mad at. Yeah, yeah I would. You know, I used to be like the team sports or stuff. But it's like, what? Well, then what? Are you are so we going to post your nine hundredth Star Wars meme? <laughs> Let the, everybody can have their thing. If they're not being jerks about it. Everybody can have their thing. And it's so weird though. And and I I acknowledge that. Okay, the Braves losing last night does not affect my life in any way. And if they won. It wouldn't affect my life in any way, you know, unless maybe I had money on the game, which I don't. I don't gamble, but but yet I'm still just so like I was <laughs> I was literally depressed for like an hour last night. Like after the game, I literally turned the TV off and I just sat on the couch and stared <laughs> like a psychopath. And I'm like, you're 43. What are you doing? <laughs> What and again, Kate, how did Katie respond to all this? She's, she's giving you space. She, yeah, she's giving me space all week. <laughs> you're like all bummed. You're like, I gotta go for a walk, and then you just start the treadmill and you just walk real slow on it. <laughs> but it's cr- like I'm not like I'm I'm a semi competent, semi intelligent human being, and I'm asking myself, Dave, what why what do you care? Like I I would get if you had money on it, or if you know your kid is on the team, or like. But, like, it doesn't affect me win or lose, but yet it does. It does affect, like, it affects my mood, and I don't know why. But Because it's emotional, man. Everything yeah. has because You know, a lot of times, I think for, like, dudes, that's the only place they're allowed or feel allowed to put emotion into. So I think there's maybe a lot more than just rooting for the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I'm I'm actually still saving up all this joy I saw from my first child being born, but I couldn't express it, so I'm waiting for the Lakers to go to the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and it's funny, too, because, like, uh, we're real tight quarters around here uh, as far as uh, the neighborhood. Like, the next building is literally 10 feet away, and we got neighbors above Mm -hmm. us and below us and beside us, and I, I keep the windows up all the time. And uh, just all week, and we got, you know, I've talked about the the neighbors upstairs have these sweet little kids. These little boys are always pl- playing with their bikes and skateboards right here on the little driveway right outside mm-hmm. my window. And then about four or five times a night, just, fuck! <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh man, I got to be quiet. Just screaming at the top of my lungs. Catch the fucking ball! Oh, sorry. No. Sorry, guys. Sorry, man. <laughs> They know, they're like, oh, Dave, Dave's having a moment. <laughs> Dave have his moment out there. Oh, man, it's so weird. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know enough about psychology to to uh, understand what's going on. But, like, I'm smart enough to know that it doesn't affect me one way or the other, but I'm dumb enough to, to get but, emotional about it. But it's, I mean, you got to have that stuff in life. You're not a, you're not a statue. You're not made of stone, Dave Stone. <laughs> yeah, I guess you it's got, good. You got I feelings guess, in there. I guess it's good to to care about something, at least one thing that doesn't matter. You know, and I get like I get why Star Wars nerds are the way they are, who whatever yeah. your thing is. I you know, I guess it's good to to really emotionally invest in at least one thing that ultimately does not matter. So, that's but what it I'm telling matters myself. Too. It's not just passion, man. It's just mm-hmm. having passion for Anything, which is where I have to put myself in check. Because if you see somebody that's wholeheartedly enjoying something that doesn't affect somebody else, it's the 
easiest thing in the world to make fun of those people. And I would even go so far as to defend my love of making fun of people as a passion. <laughs> I am passionate about very creative insults <laughs> to strangers when yeah. they can't hear me. <laughs> I know that's not right. But <laughs> it's it's the easiest thing in the world to make fun of somebody who's just going for it on something that they look like a fool to somebody else. It's the hardest yeah. thing to be willing to be that fool, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, okay, you're, yeah, you're rooting for baseball. Everybody loves baseball. It's easy. But now think of the person that feels that same way about, you know, badminton or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody does. Somebody feels just oh, as yeah. passionate about badminton. The crowd <laughs> might not be there. You know, it might, it might not have as cool outfits or as the, the physical stakes or the money, st- you know, the stakes at hand for, <clears throat> you know, a young, you know, Somebody with less fortunate circumstances that can get out of that because of athletics. Mm-hmm. But somebody feels passionate about it. Yeah. Somebody likes horrible music <laughs> and they <laughs> love it so much. And uh, that's that. that was say, I've said before, man, that's the one way ticket to Oldsville is when you stop understanding what like new things come along and people are passionate about. Fucking scooters. I hate scooters. I see them at a skate park. I'm like, you guys are dorks. But then they still do cool stuff on them. Like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But it's yeah. Halloween. We're passionate about Halloween. It's October 20th, or it will be Dude, tomorrow. That's what else I've been doing this week. Uh, like I said last week, really leaning into Halloween. And uh, Is there any I, baseball I, Halloween movies? Uh, Warriors, maybe? The Warriors, yeah. I don't know. That, that's not technically Halloween, is it? But yeah, that's... Uh, or is it? Do, Set during Halloween. Well, kind of a just, spooky movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a spooky movie. Uh, no, but I, I've been averaging about one movie a night, like uh, after the game, once I calm down if we lose or, you know, to celebrate if we won. Uh, late at night, I'll, I'll, I've been watching a bunch of flicks. This is what I watched this week. I watched Gremlins. I watched Pet Ooh. Cemetery, Spider Baby. I rewatched American Werewolf in London based off of your enthusiasm for that. Yeah. And I watched The Hills Have Eyes. And uh, all those were Ooh. spectacular. I forgot how good American Werewolf in London was. Uh, I saw movie. it years kind, ago. Kind of silly. Scary. Yeah, a little, little silly. And like some of those uh, like dream sequences. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when he's like uh, when those like Nazi skeletons or whatever zombies Dude, came in. Those were the worst. Those were the worst. That scene was great. And just, uh, yeah, that transformation yeah. scene. Just it, that's what's impressive about that. That was like, what, 1980, 1979? Like, and I don't know enough about the history of special effects, but like seeing that transformation, the way his head morphed and the way his feet. Oh, man, that was that was was good. That was good. It didn't look I feel like that era. It could have been it could have not have aged. Well, I think it aged well. Yeah, it really did. It It doesn't still doesn't look hokey. It still looks pretty scary. And even like the scenery, like in the opening scenes when they're just out there in the what the moors or whatever, just yeah, stay out of the moors. That England countryside. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm assuming it was shot in England. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that's London scenes look like be, London. Yeah. The slaughtered lamb. Yeah, yeah, that bar. I, I never could figure I, out. That's I, one thing I couldn't figure out why everybody at that bar was suspicious looking and acting. What was their deal? Because like, they knew it was a full moon. So they knew that this kind of stuff happens around yeah, there. That's why okay. the pentagram was on the wall. 
Yeah, I didn't know and if when like those they guys were that that was the whole speech when those guys left. They're like, "This is basically murder because we know what's going to happen to them when they leave." Yeah, okay, yeah, I missed that part, that speech, but I couldn't figure out why everybody was so suspicious around that bar. Man, I I peed all over myself one time because the big like we get stoned in Addison, and we just like every once in a while be like, "We're driving to the Mississippi." Like that was just a thing. We'd just be so bored. Uh huh. In the suburbs, high, we're like, let's go see the Mississippi River. It's like three and a half hours away. Jeez. So we'd we'd make it like forty minutes to the Fox River, <laughs> and this that was like, well, this is this is a river. <laughs> we don't. What are we gonna do? Okay, who gives a shit? It's a river. But we did that once. And we're driving back, and we're like in like a farm area. And I all that movie sticks with me. American World of sticks with mm-hmm. me. And the stay out of the moors thing. Yeah. And so we start like I, I'm like I gotta take a leak. So we pull over, and it's where you know when you it's like farmland, and the roads are kind of a slightly higher elevation than the fields next to it, mm-hmm. the farm fields, and then the fog is waist high. Ooh. That's how it was. Mm. And I'm down there taking a leak, and all I think is that movie of Stay Out of the Moors, and then how you can't see anything. It's like basically being in water when the fog is waist high, you can't see. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, I was pulling my pants up as I was running back to the car. <laughs> and jumped in the car, like, and it looked like I was pretty much just propositioning my friends. I jumped in the car, like, dick still out, like, trying to pull my pants on. <laughs> in the driver's seat, like, what's going on with this? I'm like, I'll just let me explain. And I had to tell him it was because of a werewolf movie I saw when I was a kid. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Gremlins, I hadn't seen that in years. A uh, couple of things. The ending there, where Phoebe Cates explains what happened to her dad. You remember I that Gremlins scene? In a long time. So, oh my so god! Don't, I might have to watch that tonight. Okay, I, I won't spoil it. But if you watch it, like the whole movie, uh, Phoebe Cates' character—not a big character, just uh, I guess that mm-hmm. dude's friend or girlfriend or whatever—but she she doesn't like Christmas, and I forgot that that was kind of a Christmas-themed movie. Uh, it's set around Christmas. Oh wait. Uh, but she hates Christmas, and no one knows why. And then at the very end, she explains why she hates Christmas, and it's just like, oh my god, this seems out of place. It just wait, did, is that her dad like die in the chimney or something? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> she just tells this horrible story about her dad dressed up like Santa Claus and died in the chimney. It's like, wow, I didn't see that shit coming. <laughs> oh, I feel like. There's no chimney built in the last 300 years that I think a human being. <laughs> well, you hear stories about like, ah, oh, somebody who's trying to break into a house got stuck in a chimney. Has anybody successfully pulled off the chimney move in a yeah. modern home? <laughs> and then the other thing at the beginning, when they get uh, Gizmo, the Mogwai, and, and the dad gives it, by the way, the dad I forgot was Hoyt Axton, who was an old country singer. It's great to see. I love it when like mm-hmm. uh, old country guys show up in some movies. Um, there's been a few examples of that. But anyway, dad gets, mm-hmm. buys Mogwai from the, from the Chinatown shop and then gives it to the kid. And everybody's like, ah, oh, this is pretty cool. No one's 
amazed at the cryptozoological marvel that is this creature. Like, no one's like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, how does that not blow everybody's mind? Even though it's a cute, cuddly, little petty thing, it's still like, what the fuck is this creature? This is a living creature that is not identified by science at all. And everybody's just like, I don't know what it is. (laughs) That that bothered me. The lack of appreciation for the cryptozoological wonder that it was. Well... It's like, yeah, it's like a tiny Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it, when was that, 84? Yeah, 84. Was there an element of like, uh, well, hey, yeah, there's new stuff. We don't know what's out there. <laughs> no, just everybody you just know? glossed like, over, just like, like it, as if it was an actual toy. Like, oh, I'd never seen that, but that's neat. No, this thing, it's, it's a living thing that no one's ever seen. Even before it transitions into a gremlin, it's still yeah. a cute, cuddly thing, but everybody's just like, oh, neat, whatever. That bothered me. The lack of is respect. That first, that is that thing. Gremlins? Is that the one where like there's the sexy Gremlin, or is that Gremlins Two? I think that's Gremlin Two. I didn't see any sexy Gremlins in this one. <laughs> that's I'm gonna make Rachel dress up like that for Halloween. <laughs> Going as a sexy Gremlin. And then, uh, have you seen Spider Baby? The no. old black and white Spider Baby. <laughs> Such a weird movie. I want a prequel to Spider Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen that coming, but that's funny. <laughs> the baby with superpowers, but it's also a baby, so it doesn't understand what to do with him. Like, okay, I, I don't think you can spoil a movie that's been out for 60 years, so I'll just go ahead and, and talk nah, about this let, real quick. Let it rip. Okay, so it's, this, it's these three kids. These three kids live, their, their dad is deceased, and they live with, their dad was wealthy, and he had this big house, and uh, they live with uh, now the caretaker of the kids is the dad's chauffeur, uh, who is uh, Lon Chaney Jr., the guy who played uh, the original Wolfman. Anyway, so they yeah. live with this show, older chauffeur guy, and there's these three like teenage kids, and they 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 have this uh, uh, not a not a deformation, but some sort of genetic uh, some genetic thing that makes them regress mentally. Where like not only <laughs> not only are they uh, to use the the phrase that they used in the movie not only are they retarded I know you're not supposed to say that but they're worse than retarded in that they continue to <laughs> worse regress. Than retarded. Yeah, yeah, it's worse than just your run of the mill retard. Uh, oh no, they're double they, retarded. <laughs> they continue to regress mentally, and we're canceled. <laughs> Anyway, so all three of these kids are little psychos that don't know that they're not supposed to stab people to death with knives, although they love to do it. Hi, the, the, the one girl, she's always catching someone in her spider web. Opening scene, mm-hmm. poor little mailman's just trying to deliver some mail. <laughs> he peeks his head through the window, gets caught in her web, and then she just comes over and casually stabs him to death. But Wait, anyway. Why, why does she have a web? Uh, that's just what this little game she plays. She likes to play. She calls playing spider. And then she takes like this. It's basically like a like an old ratty quilt or something. That's oh, been, it's not like a Spider-Man. No, no, she doesn't. Okay. No, she doesn't shoot. But she'll grab. She got this thing that she's concocted that looks like a web. And she throws it over the guy's head and he gets tangled up in it. And then she stabs him to death. And ha ha, this is fun. And then uh, Sid Haig is one of the kids, the guy, the old B actor, you know, Sid Haig from uh, all the Rob Zombie movies, the recent ones. And then anyway, but he's like 25 is one of his first movies. Weird seeing him so young. Like a big crazy head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Guy with a big head. 
He had recently and, uh, passed away, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he passed away a couple years ago. Um, but anyway, so the basic plot is that uh, these three crazy maniac kids they, who are worse than, than mentally challenged, they're digress, regressing, they live with uh, this old, the old chauffeur, and come to find out that uh, their dad, their deceased dad's brother and sister, show up and there there's some conflict about the will and hey we're gonna move in and take over this house so first of all Mm -hmm. so so the guy the brother and sister the older brother and sister that that would be these kids uncle there's a scene where one of the girls like basically seduces her uncle she catches him in her web and she's like trying to be all like sexy playtime and he's into it he's just like ah you could tell he's getting a boner it's like, okay, that's your niece. That's messed up. And then the way the movie ends is that uh, the chauffeur, Lon Chaney, he, he's, he's conflicted because he knows that these three kids are crazy killers. And uh, so his way to solve the problem is he goes and gets a bunch of dynamite and blows the house up when everybody's in it. Ha ha, end <clears throat> of story. It's such a bizarre movie. It's one of the most bizarre. Some of these old black and white movies like the pacing is so weird and slow and but like just some of the decisions that the writers make like that in the movie just ends like like it, it's not a um it's not like a gradual wind down it's just there's all this action and then he blows up the house and then roll credits and that's end the how movie. american werewolf in london ends and i think that's it's true <clears throat> yeah I think it's, it, that ended quick so perfectly mm-hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> just shot him in the right alley. in the blue blue moon uh, yeah, but yeah, the, so. uh, we we watched uh, the original House on Haunted Hill the other night. I've never was, seen that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, it's got you know it's got <clears throat> Vincent Price and it's mm-hmm. it is it, it's more silly than it is scary. Okay. There's some pretty funny creepouts in it, but it was <clears throat> it was like fun. I've, I've never watched the like the classics. Mm-hmm. I watched you know the stuff that I consider classic like. Friday the 13th and all that kind of stuff, sure. But mm-hmm. I mean, the old, old stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm and trying was, to do is go back and find those classics. Yeah. It was a pretty silly good time. Really? Because, uh, well, you know, Rachel doesn't like the real scary stuff. Mm-hmm. But and then we watched uh, Stepford Wives, the original Stepford Wives. And that's more of like, I would say maybe like sci-fi kind of. Okay. But then what's that some, about? Like, fun- that a, what's the premise of that one? Mm-hmm. I forgot. They... <clears throat> Like this couple and their kids move out to the suburbs to get away from like the city life and everybody, mm-hmm. a lot of the women in this suburb are just real strange. Like you'll hear people like, oh, it's like Stepford Wives. If you would meet a mm-hmm. woman who's just like, well, I uh, clean house is a happy house and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And it's that they were just being programmed by the men in the community. And so it's more okay. of like a, more of a sci-fi kind of vibe. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit of. 60s campiness and some fun suspense. Mm-hmm. So we watched that. What did we, what did we watch something else. I don't know. It's been it's been fun though. It's been a fun Halloween season in spite of everything going on in the world. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, guilt guilt free. Stay at home. Watch movies. Like you're not <laughs> supposed to be doing anything else right now. Exactly. I think that's why I'm more into it this year. Just because it's like, well, yeah. what else am I going to do? I got to stay home. Trying to not go out and get infected. So, uh, but yeah, I'm leaning into it, man. A few more on my list. Uh, some that I haven't seen. You ever seen that uh, Henry serial of a por- uh, portrait of a serial killer? 
No. That's that's one that I've always seen. I remember being a teenager and seeing it on the shelves at the video store. Never seen that, but that that's apparently uh, fairly highly acclaimed. I'm going to get to that one. There's, I think they got a list going on the subreddit, too. They got a list of scary Oh, really? Okay, I'll also, check yeah, into that. So. I want to watch the original Psycho again. It's been years since I've seen that. Oh, sure, uh, sure. The Thing, the original The Thing. I, I haven't seen that in years. Kurt Russell. Uh, that's right up my alley. That's some very boogie monster-related stuff as far as, like, finding weird is, shit the and thing Antarctica. The great, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember seeing it when I was a teenager, and I loved it, but it's it's been a long time, so i got to revisit that one. So, yeah, I'll check out that uh, that subreddit because I'm looking for – I don't know. I'm looking for both. I'm looking for, like, legit, like, acclaimed classics. But I've also been dabbling, like I talked about last week, in these, like, 60s and 70s low-budget B films. Uh, I watched one the other day called The Corpse Grinders. That was uh, not good, but but worthwhile. You know, it was entertaining. Uh, I well, watched we fired another up, – We fired up Edward Scissorhands the other night Ooh. as far as uh, – some Man, it's going to be exhausting being Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> How so? I just like everything you do has like some sort of organ music playing in the background. Like you just mm-hmm. imagine like Tim Burton just like going to get a car wash and he's in the car wash and everything is just like. I, I, I just, yeah, <laughs> like I, to, to have the mind of someone with a certain mm-hmm. level of creativity yeah. Seems exhausting, you yeah. know. <laughs> like just, I imagine just Tim Burton. Like everything is just weird and spooky and ghoulish and shadows and nightmares, and he's just like, man, I'm just trying to go to Ralph's right now. I don't want this, but that's what my <laughs> mind does. You know, I almost look at it. It's all like, like, a, like it's like, like a beautiful mind type thing, but yeah, for whatever, whatever. F- component or gear that you spin in <laughs> it's like that, that people uh, just <laughs> analyze the world that way <laughs> that john mulaney joke is about why goth kids are always so depressed because they're like oh, i gotta put all this shit on every day <laughs> just seems like a I lot of work a, i didn't know mulaney had a bit about that yeah that's yeah funny. he's got a bit about that i don't think that's i think that's just a line in a, in a bigger uh premise but yeah he's just talking about yeah. goth kids like oh i gotta put on this shit again that's why I've always felt that way about like cramps fans. Like you finally listen to the cramps because you see all the imagery and all these people that are just in like leopard print spandex and mm-hmm. velvet sport coats with pompadours. And then you listen to the cramps and you're like, this is just trick or treat soundtrack. Like you, you listen to this all the time. Oh, like this is what you do all like your whole house just looks like a John Waters museum. Like this seems exhausting. <laughs> Seems so exhausting. Yeah, there's a few bands that are the Cramps, uh, Misfits, Typo Negative, just where their whole thing is basically Halloween. But the Cramps fans like go all the way. Yeah. Well, there's one of those. Misfits are good for Halloween, but you can listen to Misfits and just have the t shirt, you know? Yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, uh, new Gravy Boat dropping this week, Halloween edition. Real heavy on the cramps and misfits. So real spooky, spooky uh, two hours yeah. of fun for you. It is. I mean, it really is just, it's just the monster mash in different ways. Dude, speaking of which, do you have, I, I, I closed the whole show with a monster mash and I wanted to find the, do you, that 
joke you have about the monster, the TED <clears throat> talk about the monster mash. Is that, yeah. is there a video or audio of that anywhere? Cause I was trying to find it. Cause I wanted to play it's that right before it. Somewhere. That's a funny fucking little, little piece. Right it's a there. fun song, man. <laughs> well, I'll let you do the punchline. Like don't do the joke, but the, the, the punchline that, that makes me laugh just, so much. I would just say it's a good song regardless of season. It's, <laughs> Do you okay? Regardless let me, let me just give away like you know how everybody's supposed to be like who are your comedic influences? Oh man, like George Carlin and Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, man, just speaking the truth. But like, remember Bruce Baum? Mm-mm. Yeah, Bruce Baum was just like this. He looked like David Crosby, <laughs> and he would just come out, and he was just like a big party dude. Uh huh. And he, like, this was in the 80s. Like, I was watching stand-up comedy in the 80s. And, like, this is the stuff that I thought was genius. Because he would just play, he played a Shake It Up by the Cars. Like, he just had a boombox on stage. He's like, yeah, this song's pretty good, right? Yeah, I really liked it when it used to be called this song. And then he just played the Monster Mash right after. And it was the same <laughs> song. And I was like, this, I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to oh, do this. Man. This, like, <clears throat> this is what inspired me. <laughs> Like, this stuff's great. I, I guess people like it when somebody's angry and talking about Ronald Reagan. But this guy, I didn't realize that the Monster Mash was the same as Shake It Up by the Cars. Oh. This guy's on to something. This, I gotta, I remember the exact, I remember the, where I was when I saw that bit. I was in my friend Brian's, uh, we were in his parents' bedroom watching TV back when there was like one TV per household. Mm-hmm. Or somebody else was watching like the living room TV and we, we would want to watch Saturday night funnies or whatever the stand-up comedy show was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's pointless <laughs> nostalgia from your buddy Kyle. Oh boy, good times. <clears throat> Where are we at, man? Uh, we probably should land this plane. Let's we'll, we'll let's save put the topic it down. We had a, it was a fun one. We just yeah, sat here and shot the shit. Oh, let me let me throw this out real quick. <clears throat> I made uh, it's. Uh, Soup and stew weather now, Kyle. Uh, it is it my very favorite much so is. favorite time of year. I love soups and stews and anything of the, under that umbrella. I made and, some. And, f- <laughs> in my head, you make food like this will really stick to your ribs, and then you just also serve ribs with it. <laughs> 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 that's the, that's the meal you make in this weather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, I make gonna, ribs what for dipping it really sticks to them <laughs> I'm gonna use that next time I make ribs <laughs> oh my god well speaking of ribs I made speaking uh, of ribs I made a 15 bean soup with rib scraps uh, okay every, every going, time I make <laughs> in two ways alright there, uh-huh. there's only 15 beans in the whole soup or yeah, i didn't a, know a, there was 15 different types of beans no it's just 15 <laughs> beans it's a little ramekin just a little bitty dish of soup <laughs> that's very unfulfilling uh, <laughs> this will not stick to your ribs uh, dave's dave's really shown some restraint these days he's walking on an incline he's making very small portions of soup <laughs> this is a literal oh, three bean salad <laughs> Dude, uh, fifteen bean soup. Yeah, have you ever had fifteen bean soup? It, it's an actual I couldn't name, dish. I couldn't name five beans right now. Yeah, 
Well, it comes in a package. Like you buy it, uh, not a package per se. Like it's not like a mix or anything. But it just the same way you would buy a bag of dried beans, a bag of black beans, a bag of red beans, whatever. Do you there, do you have but, it nearby right now? Uh, no, I, I tossed the package. But I, I, I can tell know you know what fifteen beans are. Listen, I doubt. I I know there's probably some lentils in there. There's some lima beans. There's some red beans. There's some black beans. There's probably some navy beans. Probably a pinto. Maybe a black eyed pea. That's seven. I don't know that, what the other eight that's could be. That's seven, and one yeah. of them's a P. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I'm, I keep cutting you So off, it sorry. comes in a little, like, you buy, like, a one-pound bag, like a little little, little bag of dried beans, uh, but it's called 15-bean soup, and they give you a little, in in the package is a little uh, little bitty uh, package of um, uh, seasoning, like uh, not unlike a uh, ramen, like the little packs of ramen come with the little packs mm-hmm. of seasoning. Uh, I didn't use that just because I... It said ham flavor, and I'm trying to stay away from the MSG and all the artificial stuff. So I didn't use the seasoning that came with it. But I just cooked up the beans, and I added, you know, salt, pepper, smoked paprika, a little Cajun seasoning. And, uh, oh, instead of water, I used chicken broth. I always use chicken broth instead of water when you're making soups and stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, I've been cooking, smoking a lot of ribs lately on the old Traeger. Well, when okay. I smoke those big slabs of uh, spare ribs, I trim them up real nice because they come kind of, kind of loose and sloppy. You want to, you want to trim the, <clears> the spare, edges spare off. Spare ribs, a beef rib, uh, pork, pork rib. They, oh, that's the might, pork ribs. Okay. There might be a thing. I, I don't know. I'm not saying there's not beef spare ribs, but the spare ribs I always do are pork. Um, so anyway, I take those trimmings and I throw them in the freezer. And uh, for days like this, when I make soups and stews. So I made that 15 bean soup and I, I took all these little scraps of uh, rib meat and threw them in there and uh, simmered that shit for about four hours. And oh boy, just, uh, just a nice soupy bean thing with all these big pork chunks. And man, it was delightful. It was, it was flavor town. It was a good time. So I highly recommend I just, the 15 beans. I soup. like that beans get sold based on how many different types there are. In the <laughs> <clears throat> I'm only it's going by three bean salad and now this 15 bean. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I was, walking, uh, I was watching Willy Wonka the other day. Remember when uh, Veruca is singing about a bean feast? That's, that's aiming low, <laughs> isn't it? You want a no, bean feast? I don't, I don't remember this. Oh yeah, that's uh, the Veruca's little spoiled, snotty one. Who uh, I forgot what room they were in, but she's—you know how in that movie they, they just break out in a song, and uh, but yeah, she's just talking about how she wants a bean feast. And I always thought, what the fuck is a bean feast? Is it just a buffet of different <clears throat> beans? I mean, Which I wouldn't—I'm not opposed I'll to, argue. but if I'm—I <laughs> wouldn't think either. a ten-year-old a girl would desire a bean feast, but. You know, I mean, I thought different. Charlie was the poor one. I thought that's when you're poor, you start dreaming about other kind of beans. <laughs> yeah, I could see Charlie wanting a bean. Fever. That's a real, that's a real poverty fever dream. Yeah, you know, there's, <laughs> you know, there's 15 beans. I'm looking that's... at. I'm going to tell for the listeners at home or wherever you might be. 15 bean soup. Has at least 15 of the following varieties of dried beans, peas, and lentils. So they're already okay. stretching beans. <laughs> yeah. You want you want to take a stab at it, Dave? Uh, well, like I said, I, I only got seven. I can't think. Let's see. Red okay. bean, black bean, black eyed pea, uh, a lentil, a lima yeah. slash butter bean, 
yeah. maybe a, a white bean, a northern okay. bean, navy oh, yeah, bean. Navy uh, bean. Uh, you had said a pinto, pinto, I think. Did I said pinto. I said black IP. Yeah. <laughs> uh, green beans wouldn't make sense. No, uh, that I'd be pissed if there were green beans they in my got, fifteen beans. Gr- green and yellow split peas. Split peas. Okay. Various forms of lentil, which uh-huh. I just learned there's because I was making chili last week. I was like cranberry beans. Didn't oh, know. I did, didn't know that was a thing. Chickpeas, which I am now learning are also garbanzo beans. Yeah, same thing. Did I ever tell you how we we were like uh, doing some river tubing last summer or summer mm-hmm. before? And there was like these dudes, like just straight up, were like in their forties or fifties, but looked like they fell out of Spicoli's van <laughs> onto some river tubes. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are just chilling with like cans of beer and <laughs> floating by. And the one dude, like just in jean shorts, look like just look like the quarry scene from Breaking Away, like the most seventies. <laughs> he's like. And he's, they're just talking about babes, you know, and this guy's, and this chick, man, she had like the biggest garbanzos, garbanzos. <laughs> like, to try to nail a term for breasts. And yeah, I've never heard it. that one. Like, <laughs> and she, like, I'm like, do you mean bazongas or literally anything else? She had the <laughs> biggest garbanzos, man. I'm like. Oh, you dusted that one off. You, you pulled the wrong thing off the shelf to dust. Gonna make some hummus with those. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Good for the heart, good for the blood pressure, these chicks cans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a decent uh. meat substitute and a super stew. Um, well, that sounds good. Yeah, dude, get you some 15 bean soup. Make it with chicken stock. You'll be happy. You, you'll thank me. Maybe you. Oh, I threw in a bunch of uh, garlic and onions, and oh boy, it was it was really, really satisfying. I'm very Soup and excited. stew, yeah. Soup and stew in the spooky time. Soup and stew season, baby. I love it. Make a chili tomorrow, so I'm yeah. excited about that. Dave's special chili or uh, my yeah my special thereof. Yeah, yeah. My my standard Texas red. Uh, probably also gonna do my white bean chicken <clears> chili very soon. Maybe my homemade chicken tortilla soup. Oh boy! Throw any I'm wild, throw any wild cards in there, like uh, <clears throat> anything, uh, anything crazy. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Couple oh, of the chili. <laughs> yeah. Any, any uh, sour patch any mystery kids. ingredients? Nah, I mean, Some old you know, stamps. I put, <laughs> the weirdest thing I put is uh, sardine, pureed sardines, and then dark chocolate. Those uh, that gets the umami going. We've talked about that. Yeah, good times. Very, Just very to exciting. imagine those two flavors meeting each other for the first time. Yeah, well, on their own, that would be <laughs> disgusting. But, uh, so I'm they, saying. They, they serve their purpose. Chili, you, you, Dave, your chili is like an, electric, an eclectic party where it doesn't seem like people should be having a good time, but it turns out they're having a great time. Oh, man, yeah. it's uh, Can't have all the same kind of guests. It's a boring party. People yeah. have nothing to talk about. Yep, diversity, baby. Heck well, yeah, good. buddy. Well, good times, man. Uh, sorry we didn't get to the topic. I'll I'll, I'll sit on this till next week. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I can't to... believe we never got to the topic. <laughs> I what think, a disservice uh, we've done to the listeners. I think next next week is going to be our Halloween episode, our our proper Halloween episode. So that we got to do we got to do one. Yeah, I, I'll have some uh, some good spooky stuff for us next week. 
But uh, yeah, man, uh, dude. Now that uh, my baseball season's dead, uh, I'm gonna lean harder into some of these uh, horror movies. So uh, I'll report back next week with what to watch uh, till then. So yeah, man, hell having yeah. fun over here, having a good time over here. Everything else doing doing well, other than your bum so ankle. Far, <clears throat> so far, so good. Just trying to get uh, just trying to get in shape. How's uh, how's Dirt Nap? How's Dirt Nap doing? Oh, she good. We had a visit from the raccoons again last night. I didn't get too much footage of them. They were just out oh, there creeping. <clears throat> old Dirt Nap just uh, living her best life now. She, we introduced her now. She realized she could sit on the one chair that has a padding on it, so she got a Aww. cushy spot. Real spoiled. Getting more than getting four or five meals a day because sometimes good. we'll forget who fed her. So uh, <laughs> getting her getting her fat for winter. You spoil that girl. Doing it, man. How's them? How them critters over there? Oh, we're good. They're all they're all excited about Halloween. Uh, Do you Katie get costumes bought, for them? Katie bought uh, Charlie a pumpkin costume. He's gonna be a pumpkin. Oh, I think you. I think you talked about yeah. that. Yeah, we'll. I'll have some pictures soon. So he's very excited about that. But uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, you should just. If I had a dog that and willingness to put, I would just have so many costumes. Not even for Halloween, just year round. Mm-hmm. Spruce up <laughs> <Yeah>. your life. <laughs> Oh man, he is a cute little bastard. I tell you that. He's sometimes he's annoying, but he he's adorable. So. That's if I had a kid, I would just convince them that they should wear Halloween. I would let them wear Halloween costumes up until the point they that he got their ass kicked at school. <laughs> but I wouldn't tell them it's wrong until then. Until they until it became a safety issue or a distraction mm-hmm. from their learning, I'd be like, yeah, you fuck yeah, you're Batman today. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, all right, man. Anything to plug? Uh, what's going on with uh, Hey Girl? Y'all still doing that? Hey Girl's happening on Fridays. Right on. We're just out. We're just out doing the stuff. Good times. How about y'all? You still got still doing out that advice? Yeah, no Stonebergs this week. By the way, if anybody listens to, uh, to that as well, Katie's under the weather. Uh, we we we're confident it's not COVID related. Uh, but yeah, she's she's not feeling Ooh, well, yeah, so, okay. so we we skip this week. But she's she's doing it. It's nothing serious. Just uh, just got uh, a little right. bit of a little bit of cough due to cold there. So um, we skip this week. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, probably I would say sometime later in this week, the Halloween gravy boat dropping. So two hours of Halloween fun. You can uh, throw on an old scary black and white movie, put it on mute, crank up the gravy boat, and uh, enjoy yourself. Have have a little Halloween cheer. So it's. Uh, this is a fun one, man. I got a bunch of spooky stuff going on in that. Some, a lot of misfits, a lot of cramps. Uh, what else I got? Uh, uh, Screaming Lord Such. I got some Buckethead. Oh, yeah. Got some Black Sabbath. So, yeah. Harvey, stop that. Harvey's scratching the chair. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but, it might uh, be the last Halloween before the new Civil War, so better enjoy that's it. That's true. <laughs> well, might as well have fun. Better All enjoy right. it. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick. Uh, comic of the Week this week. Uh, my buddy, uh, do you know Kyle Ayers? You know Kyle? Yes. Kyle no, Ayers has a, God, so funny. Uh, brand new album out called Happiness. Kyle Ayers, that's A-Y-E-R-S. Uh, real big goofball. One of those one of those weird comedy brains that's like, you know, even as a comic, I'm still impressed with guys like that. Like, how the fuck did you think that up? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Uh, like, I'm not going to, like the Tim Burton type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. that must be trouble going through life with those thoughts. <laughs> I'm glad you're a comedian, but if you're just, yeah, that's your daily life. It must be difficult. Yeah. Very funny, dude. Comic Week, Kyle Ayers, Happiness, uh, wherever you stream or purchase your comedy, you can find that. So 
check him out and uh, enjoy yourself this week. Get some, get some chuckles. But uh, All right, buddy. You hold it in the road, and we will talk to you next week. Hell yeah. Go eat some butts. <laughs> All right, bud. The Boogie Monster. Network.